0: to episode 6 of the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton and is joining me, as always, is my good buddy.
1: This is Ryan.
0: Yeah, it's Ryan. And this week, man, we have a cool little indie game for you guys. Cool little indie game. I, yeah. I was really surprised with it, to be honest with you. But before we get to that, quick little notes. Um, some cool things going on on Steam, which you know we're all about Steam here. There is a big summer sale going on and we... You know, kind of scrolled through that, checked it out a little bit, and man, there's some seriously good games on sale right now. Like for anybody who's a PC gamer, I highly suggest that you go and check it out. I know that they're not sponsoring yeah. us or anything, but like, I just I saw a lot of no. good stuff on there.
1: Yeah, there there's definitely some good sales yeah. going on. I
0: know you you picked up the uh, the Batman saga, so
1: the whole bundle. Yeah. Like, I think the only thing that was missing was Origins, and that was what fifteen dollars,
0: I think. I said. Yeah, which that's not bad at right. all.
1: That's a, that's a great deal for two Game of the Year editions.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, any, if anybody's interested in that, definitely go check it out. One thing we wanted to touch on is uh, something that I realized off-air that we were talking about before we went live, and is that some of the games that we have in our list are not, not quite games as they are more collections. So, um, for instance, I have, like, the Bard's Tale collection, and I believe that there are five Bard's Tale games. Um, so it, you know, I was thinking that maybe like when we come upon one of those, maybe um, I'll play one through three, or you and you can play you know four and five, or you know in the, in those types of situations, maybe we can do you know, episodes periodically. Like, so we get it on the list, and then we'll do one, and then the next episode will be two, and it'll just kind of like we do a little saga about that series. Yeah. But the Sega Genesis and Mega Drive collections and the Atari Vault collections and those yeah. those i think are going to be a little different and you had a good idea for it so i'll let you tell the people what it was
1: uh say we can like if that comes up what we can do is each of us will select like say three games and we will without telling the other person which games we're playing we'll just each select three games at random to play ourselves through that collection for that episode yes
0: and I, the, my one input on it was that once we're done with that, we will leave. So we've been deleting games from the list. Once we beat them, you know, we take them out of the list. That way it can either make room for more or it just saves us from having to pull up a game that we've already done before. Um, but yeah. I will leave the collections in the list. That way, if it comes up again, you know, we'll play another three each until we can make it through the entire collection or, you know, something like that. We'll We'll get it figured out when the time comes. Yeah. But I mean, I really don't have any other uh, housekeeping or anything other than, you know, I, I, I've been getting some messages, uh, especially about our last episode about the Outer Worlds. Um, I got some really good feedback about it. So people are digging it. So that's I, cool. I, again, that's cool. You know, thank that's you good. all for listening, downloading, sharing with your friends. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. So today we played The Last Tinker City of Colors.
1: God, this game is awesome. What a
0: awesome. cool little fucking hidden gem. Like, I know that is, like, an overused term. Yes! But...
1: No, this is definitely, like, a hidden gem. I've never even heard of this game. Like, it never even would have popped up on my radar. Like, I don't think I've seen this game anywhere. Even with it being a PS4 release, never heard of it. Like, I
0: didn't even know it was on PS4 until I did some reading about it. I had only ever seen it on yeah. PC.
1: That's wild. And, yeah, like don't sleep on this game if you come across this game and you see it's on sale or it has a relatively cheap price tag definitely get this game Ab- like,
0: absolutely absolutely man cuz it's it was it took me i think i'm I, I got close to the end I didn't quite beat it I know Ryan did uh and I was only like five and a half hours in or so it's not a long game you know oh no it's you you
1: definitely got less play time than I did I've super aggravating puzzles in this game I had total 12 hours of gameplay oh man the, but the puzzles the yeah 12 hours for a start to finish game which that's a pretty short game but it was wildly entertaining
0: like yeah absolutely and to uh to get us started off I want to read a little bit from Wikipedia ...about the developer. So, Mimimi Games, formerly Mimimi Productions, is a German video game software development company based in Munich. They are known for developing the platforming game The Last Tinkerer, City of Colors, and the real-time tactics game Shadow Tactics Blade of the Shogun, which was released Mm -hmm. in December 2016. The company is currently developing Desperados 3, which is set to be released for Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One and published by THQ Nordic.
1: Oh, THQ. Yeah. So they're getting so they're so they're starting to get a little little recognition from some of the bigger publishers, bigger developers. Yeah,
0: and and the uh, the game The Shadow Tactics: Blades of the Shogun. I've heard some good things about that. So, yeah. you know, apparently these guys, you know, they know what well obviously they know what they're doing. We played this game and I mean, if this was just a little beginning step
1: yeah some of some of my research or whatever about this game in particular the last tinker is that this was a game that these guys just fucked around with in college and had zero intention of actually publishing it zero intention of actually putting it out to play and then they like I guess amongst themselves or some people they let play test it or whatever was like this is a good game like you should put it out there and they did and it got them started on like their big their their production company actually making a paycheck off of making the games
0: and I don't blame them like I don't if I would have had a friend that made this game and was like hey. Uh will you play this and let me know if it's any good? I'd have told him straight up, Yeah, you should you should release this. Like this will make you some money. Yeah,
1: no. This you could tell that like this was almost just like a fun project that they worked on. Like the game itself is really fucking good, but the controls are also super dumbed down and super simple. This is almost like a kid's game this is like a game that you would give a little kid to be their first video game yeah like
0: yeah absolutely there,
1: it's literally all i think you only use like six buttons and that's about it like yeah there there's not a lot of control to the game but even with the dumbed down controls this game is really fun and the play is very fluid
0: yeah and i honestly i was impressed with the, the fighting, how much it reminded me of Batman and how smooth it was. Um, yeah. The only thing that uh, got me was th- there is no jump button. So that, was, that took a little getting used to. Took a little yeah, getting used yeah. to. Yeah,
1: but that was just all part of the whole action button, yep. like the sprinting and everything like that. And I think that was more like... We Because it was like a throwaway project originally, they didn't want to go too much into like animating and coding the actual jump button. So they just included it all on the like the one button. Like this is everything that this button will be able to do. And that also might make it geared more towards kids. Like Oh yeah,
0: this... I was going to say it added to the fluidity because as far as the platforming goes, you weren't worried about jumping and landing where you need to. You were just worried about figuring out how to get there.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: and like, it really added very, to it.
1: Very little environmental deaths, very little like y- it was almost like even though you could run around almost like an open world sandbox, you were very limited to where you could actually go. Like
0: funny thing you mentioned that, that there was very few uh, environmental deaths. I didn't think so either. And I, when I was looking at this game on Steam, you know, you can go and look at people's reviews. One of the most recent reviews was a negative thumbs down, don't get this game because the bushes they were like if you run into the bushes you die this is stupid and i'm like it's a it, cactus it, with spikes it tells you that they're thorn bushes man like
1: <laughs> yeah like
0: avoid them
1: yeah like don't bump into that <laughs> it's like
0: oh oh so real quick this uh, everything in this game's aesthetic is like cardboard that's been painted on Which is fantastic.
1: If you paid attention to any of the storyline, that's like the whole gist of the game. It's like, if you have the means, the paper, the colors, you can do anything you want. Like, that was like the whole premise of this game. And and like being the tinker, like in the game.
0: Yeah, very heartwarming story too. Very heartwarming.
1: Very cute, like very cute animation. Very cartoonish and definitely like brightly colored. This is definitely they had kids in mind when they made this game. Oh yeah, but oh yeah, being I guess I'm still a child at heart, but being older and into some more of the dark, gritty games and more gore fest games and stuff like that. This game rocked. This game was awesome.
0: Yeah, man, this was a good like break from all the murdering that we did in the outer worlds. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was a great like, great break from that. But before we get too much more into it, I want to read um, one more thing. It's on the game itself. The Last Tinkerer, City of Colors, is an action-adventure game developed by Me Productions for Microsoft Windows, OSX, and Linux, which was released on tr- the 12th of May in 2004. The PlayStation 4 version was handled by Loot Interactive and released digitally on the PlayStation Store on August 19th, 2014 in North America and August twentieth, two thousand fourteen in Europe and Australia. A retail version published by a Dutch publisher Sodesco was released in May 2015 in Europe and March 2016 in North America. An Xbox One version of was made and planned, but cancelled due to poor sales on the PlayStation 4 version.
1: Well, they never should have like this this game was good. Like what they should have done is they should have just left this as like a PC game.
0: Yeah. Yeah I can agree. And
1: then worked on a sequel because i hope the developers hear this somehow like make a sequel to this fucking game like yeah really make make another one of these games because i really want it and if they would have just instead of porting it to the ps4 or whatever would have focused on a sequel to this game for the the consoles they could have remastered this for re-release if they did well with the sequel like yeah
0: and i want to i want to say that Granted, at the time, this wasn't out, but I think that this game could have new life if it were released on the Nintendo Switch. This f- this feels like a Switch well,
1: game. This, this does. It's very family-friendly. It's definitely geared towards kids with the color style, the animation, even the, the, the dialogue voices that they gave the characters just the the, the little grunts groans, squeaks and things yeah. no actual like words or anything like that but yeah, classic rare style yeah yeah this oh god like I, I i'm trying to think of anything bad with this game and i can't this game was solid
0: Yeah. the uh, my one complaint my one complaint was the checkpoint system didn't save if you quit out of the game. Uh, so if you were in the middle of a level and then had to close out the game for some reason and when you loaded it back up it was going to start you at the beginning of that level. Yeah. Just a bit of a pain. Yeah. But that's just that's yeah. just a that's a nitpick. You know what I mean? Other than that, yeah. the the visual styling yeah, in this a, game Yeah.
1: like a nitpick. Uh, The 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 thing that I found most aggravating about this game were how hard some of the puzzles were in this game. Like you yeah. really are going to make me think. Like, there was one point where I got stuck on a puzzle for well over an hour. I had to, like, rage quit and walk away from my laptop
0: twice I know, just to, like... I know the exact puzzle Urgh. you're talking about, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like...
0: There is a puzzle in the game. So, you are the last tinkerer, and your name is Koru. Uh, K-O-R-U. And... Yeah. You have a little companion, was it Tappy or just Tap? Tap, just Tap. Tap tap the little. He's like a little elephant, dude.
1: He's a floating sheep. They they even like references. Yeah, they even like references wool and everything. Okay, I
0: thought he looked like a little elephant.
1: He he didn't look like a sheep, but that's what he was.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, it starts off, and you guys are trying to come up with some money to join this race. And, yeah. you know, you go around, you do a little couple quests, kind of explaining the controls to you. It's pretty much the little introduction to the game, and yeah. you end up running the race. And there's the 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 whole premise behind the game is that there was a city of color, and everyone got along and all of that. And then all of a sudden, uh, the, the districts kind of separated into.
1: They started like becoming like. God, I hate to say it, but like xenophobic. Like the the Reds only wanted the Reds, and the Blues only wanted to stay with the Blues, and the Greens wanted to stay with the Greens. Yep. And there there was a divide amongst the colors, and they only shared one common space, and that was the Market District. And even then, they like divided that into colored like color based neighborhoods.
0: Yeah, it, it was it was pretty uh pretty interesting to to play through and kind of it was know. very deep, especially with like. With everything going on right shit. now.
1: Yeah, yeah, with shit happening right now. Like
0: Yeah, I thought it I thought it hit kinda hit kinda close to what's going on. And the yeah. the the whole thing is that the reds basically represent anger. Like they are mad all the time, just pissed off. Yeah. Um the blues are sad, depressed, they think that nothing's yes, gonna happen
1: sadness, depression.
0: And then you had green and the greens are afraid of their own shadow like they are afraid of everything yeah
1: they, they 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 were afraid of everything
0: so um do you happen to remember the dude's name uh the, 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 the red guy in the beginning who gives you trouble oh i think it was balzo b-o-l-z-o balzo okay so uh we'll say him he yeah just talks trash to you basically calling you a, like a stupid monkey kid because oh you're a monkey you play as a monkey uh, th- by the way, the most hipster monkey ever with like a <laughs> yes. knit cap beanie
1: and a scarf, some gloves that everything. you get like,
0: yeah, <laughs> you got some wicked sideburns. Like, so he's talking trash saying that, you know, you could never beat him in the race and your little buddy tap is just a steady talking shit back to him. Just like, Oh, you think you could beat Koru, Whatever. And all that, you know, all that jazz. And so you run the race and it's like three, two. And when they hit two, red dude just oh. hops over the gate yeah. and starts running
1: hops over the gate and books it he's already like a good like quarter mile down the track before it even opens on you and, and i was like
0: all right all right so you're gonna beat him and he's gonna get pissed up no no you try you try no. to beat him but no, yeah. he beats you every time
1: yeah and he doesn't just beat you he like he's there and waiting and is like already had dinner and a shower by the time you get there like, <laughs>
0: So you tell him, you tell everybody that he cheated, and he gets pissed off and storms off, and nobody gets any dinner or anything. So you you, you end up. He's like,
1: he's like, fine, fuck you. I don't want this win anyway. If you're gonna call me out for my cheating, and then like the mayor of the town is like, well, guess what? No free food for anybody. (laughs)
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, let's punish everyone because this guy cheated. You all can go fuck yourselves. We're. I'm gonna go buy a new Lambo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah um pretty much so you taps like all right let's just go home let's just head back so you go back to your little living area and there is bolzo and all of his goons standing outside of your house and tap starts running his mouth again Yep. and this time he gets knocked into next week <laughs> like uh talk shit get hit Yeah. Like. bolzo knocks the shit out of tap and, yeah. and i've actually felt bad like he's laying on the ground whimpering and like twitching no
1: i did too like i like shed a little tear i was like no like this little dude is cute this little dude is my sidekick he is my friend and you're just gonna like fucking knock his ass out like that no thank
0: you so yeah it's an immediate punch to the heart so you end up having to kick all of their asses well bolzo's like oh i've never seen that look in your eye before get them boys and then he runs because he's a little bitch yeah he
1: he, he bails
0: <laughs> so you kick the shit out of all his friends and then you take tap back up at the house and you lay him down and resting he's not in good shape at all he's, he's no. not in good shape at all and this little spirit comes to you which the spirit colors are red green and blue that represent you know there's like a little spirit color thing for each of the sections of the city they like run things
1: and there's a fourth one.
0: And there's a fourth one, which I figured, okay, so there's a purple one shows up and says he can help you. Yep. And I'm like, all right, that makes sense. Maybe he's like the one in charge of all of them. Maybe he's like a mixture of them or you know, what have you. So he gives you the power to heal tap and then takes you. Does that, is that the point where you go through the portal or is that the point? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you go through the portal and you're running through like this dreamland type place.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you get to the end of it, and turns out that this little purple dude helping you is actually the bad guy.
1: Well, it's he's not like the bad guy. He you, you find this out at the end of the game. I know you didn't. No, yeah, please fill
0: me in. Fill me in. Beat it,
1: but uh, spoilers. You find this out at the end of the game that the purple spirit is just very disheartened and broken about about what has happened to Color Town all the divide and all the anger and all the hate amongst the, the the different colors. So he summons the, what they call the bleakness spirit, which is the, the white, the devoid of color.
0: Yeah. Like, the, the enemies the of the game. Thing.
1: So, so yes, the purple spirit was a dick in regards to summoning that spirit, but it turns out that that whole thing is a completely separate entity. And it's like okay. a fifth, element to the game like
0: multipass? yeah Multipass. i actually
1: have i actually have one of those oh that's fucking rad Damn. Lulu dallas multipass.
0: <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up so you once you figure that out it basically drops you back and you and tap have to figure out what the fuck's going on and oh no 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 i'm sorry you're still in the dream sequence place and you find the red spirit yeah and the red spirit's like hey man what's up how are you and like every sentence like he talks normal and then he just yells like (laughs) it's i don't
1: know if you watched uh the disney movie inside out
0: no i think that's what it was called i've heard great things about it like
1: yeah where the, the 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 characters are the the different inner emotions of like the little girl the movie follows and um the anger spirit was voiced by god why can't i think of his name right now It'll come to me, but that's all I could think of this entire game was <laughs> this red spirit is just super angry. Oh, Louis Black. That's who
0: it was. Yes, perfect.
1: Yes, yes. That's all I could think of th- this entire game. If they were actually going to give this game <laughs> like a voice acting or a soundtrack, the red one would have to be Louis Black. Dude, I, fucking right?
0: love, I love Louis Black. That's such a good casting for, <laughs> for, yeah. for someone yeah. for anger. So yeah. you, you gain the red spirit's power, which is basically you... Can, it's just hyper-aggression. Yeah, you can use him, and it pumps up your ability to fight. You do more damage when you throw punches and things like that. And yeah. uh, he leads you to the Red District. So you have to help cleanse the Red District of the bleak, bleakness. Yeah, the bleakness. I almost said blight, and I'm like, no, that's not right. The, ble- yeah. the bleakness. Um, and he also introduces you to the little vending machines hidden. Uh, well, they're not hidden, but they're s- spliced throughout the game they're where you can go upgrade your... Dojos.
1: They're dojos. That's what they're called. Oh, is that like, what they're called?
0: Well, yeah, they do have a little yeah, punching bag hanging from them.
1: Yep, yeah, <laughs> they're called dojos, and that's where you can upgrade your physical attacks and moves and health, like, depending on how many crystals you want to cash in.
0: Which I... Definitely took advantage of. I had.
1: I think I unlocked all of them except for the second health upgrade, which was big money. That was like four hundred and fifty crystals. I got
0: that as soon as possible. That was one of the first ones I went through. I went, I went for the uh, stronger punch, and I went for the health ones, and then yeah. and then after that, I started working on my powers and stuff. So you you basically you go on from there, and you go and you clear the the bleakness from the red area, and it's really not that bad. Um, there's a couple puzzles that were. A pain, But they were nothing compared to the next place. The, the red area was really not that hard. Um, you know, you kind of get introduced to handling waves of enemies and having to yeah. defeat... The, there's these big bleakness monsters that... It's almost like their tonsils are this glowing ball of color. And you have to defeat their little uh, minions that come out. And once you do that, then that thing spits out that ball of color tonsil doohickey fucking thing and it sticks out and you have to run over there and punch the shit out of it for a few minutes yeah and repeat process and then once you do that you beat that then it clears away the bleakness in that area and then you can run around and gather you know your crystals or your floaty brushes which were the collectibles in this game is finding all the floaty brushes the golden floaty brushes
1: and floaty brushes is the actual term used in the game. Yeah. It's not something that we're just like dumbing down or making up. Like, they, yeah. th- it's actually a floaty brush. Like
0: it's kinda like um, we'll get to it eventually, but in ukulele when you have to find the pages and they're called pages and they, they yeah. talk and like they're sentient pages. <laughs> they're it's great. Great stuff. Um so you get done with the red area and then you have to go and fix the green part of the city and man were there some puzzles in the green part of the city that kicked our ass the one in particular that I know Ryan was referring to earlier was so there are these mushroom guys that help you out and you can make them big or small um, when they're small you can blow up stuff with them when they're big you can make them jump on buttons you know or you can ride them later on but yeah. this particular part there was a spiraling walkway going up with green, right, green lights and red lights. And you had to shoot this mushroom dude. So he jumped on a button. So the giant floating enemy wouldn't shoot at you with bleak. Like a ball of bleakness and kill you. And, and it was one shot kill. Like you couldn't get hit and keep running. Like if it hit you, you had to start over down at the bottom. So yeah. you had to run up partway while the light was green and you had to kind of time it the light would flash you had to turn shoot the mushroom dude again and have him jump and hit the button to keep it green again for you to keep running or you would get shot halfway through you know and if you didn't hit it just right like if he jumps on that button but dude's already seen that it's a red light you're getting hit and you're starting over that is the part that i know took me at least an hour to get through and I know Ryan had mentioned that he rage quit twice trying to do <laughs> trying to do it. It was such a pain yeah, in the no, ass.
1: It was a pain. Like even though you can sprint and you can like hit the 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 bumper, the right bumper to dodge, you could never dodge the attack yeah, you, thrown you couldn't by the bleakness. Like there's no way. And it was literally a puzzle of playing that, like, schoolyard game, Red Light, Green Light. If that light was red, mm-hmm. you couldn't move. If you moved, you got shot. And you had to start all over again. It was so fucking aggravating. It, yeah, like, it
0: was harder than any boss that I fought in this game. Yeah. And that's saying something. Like, you know, when when and your puzzles it's are... like
1: one of the... Yeah, it's a super early puzzle. And this was the hardest, like, mission in the game.
0: Yeah. I do really like the fact that they put some hard puzzles in here though cuz i do believe that this game could have suffered from being too easy too easy yeah yeah so it was it was good to have a little bit of a challenge in there and i believe that it was like mm-hmm. that puzzle and maybe like two others that gave me a little bit of issue yeah until you reminded me that i could use tap to figure out where the fuck to go and then it was yeah gravy. That, that
1: i love that feature where if you get lost or turned around and don't know where you're going your your partner there tap if you hit a button on the controller, he would travel in the direction that you were supposed to be going and leave like a trail of confetti for you to follow. It was a lifesaver more than once. Like
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. That fucking thing came in so handy. Yeah. And 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 really I don't really know what all to really touch on about more about this game is just puzzles and is really a pretty game. I'm really impressed with the visuals of it. I really enjoyed yeah. the uh, the chat bubbles when you would talk to people were drawn onto cardboard, and if you turned the camera sideways, you could, like, see the inner workings. You could see
1: the, the corrugation yeah. in, in the cardboard, yeah. It was, it was wonderful. That, and yeah, and, and sure. just a really
0: feel-good story, like, you're bringing in people together, like, you're trying to um, reunite this city so everyone can be happy yeah, again.
1: That's that's one of the things that happens as you go through the game, like, you 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 save the red district and you get the reds on your side they they're no longer angry at you no longer wary of you because you're not a red red citizen like and then you get to the green district the reds actually offer to help save the green district and they they start working together and then them together the red and the green help you save the blue district and so on and so on until the entire town of color town is back together in unison in unity like yeah man it's just fucking heartwarming
0: (laughs) i I know i I know i keep saying that but
1: this game was seriously like this game rocked like i cannot like say this enough about this game this game was great for a super simple short indie game this has to be one of the best games i think i've played in recent memory and i know we've had some really good games since we've started this podcast and i've been playing some some games before we started this and like i really want a sequel to this game i hope the developers somehow hear this make a fucking sequel do it just for me like even
0: yeah i, I do i would play it i really would i really would yeah go ahead uh, real quick fill me in on the final fight because i know i didn't final see that
1: fight yeah um so what you do is you you find the purple spirit and he's just like he's whining and everything and he's like let me show you why i've done what i've done and you entered the the dream world again and you just run for probably about 15 minutes in a straight line just climbing ropes and everything and as you're running you pass by memories that the purple spirit remembers and it's it, it starts off with the the colors liking each other and as you get further into the dreamland it gets more and more aggressive and hate-filled like the colors start getting mad at each other and the, the colors start breaking off from with each other and then they're, they're like if you're caught associating with another color you are committing a crime almost like Ooh. And then you get to a point where the other three spirits and tap are just like, no, like, look at these recent memories of what you have done as the purple spirit bringing about the bleakness. And it shows it goes through a couple more memories of uh, Koru and tap helping the reds and then the reds helping the greens and then the green and reds helping the blues. And then you get to the point where the purple spirit is like yeah i this sucks like i shouldn't have done this but i'm glad i did because now color town is back to the way it should be and the way it needs to be and they're like cool now get rid of this bleakness and he's like can't do that bro what? <laughs> they're like why the bleakness shows up and he's like because i'm my own entity ha 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 like <laughs> then you have to f- then then yeah then then you have to fight that dude and it probably took me about three three four tries to beat him but it wasn't a super difficult final boss battle like um it was like one of those things where you couldn't attack him unless you used like environmental damage against him he would throw out some attacks and then he would throw out a bunch of frozen levers and you would have to unfreeze the levers to generate something sometimes you generated health regens sometimes you generated crystals and at least one of the five or six levers he threw out spawned like a thorn bush or a bomber or a, a bigs
0: and that would be how you hurt him
1: yeah and I got if if it was a thorn bush he had to he had to run into the thorn bush or if it was the bomber you had to hit him with the bomber if it was the bigs you had to run into him with the bigs and then you can only hurt him while he was disabled and Like, some of the earlier ones where it took, like, five or six times to get that, it was about the same for the final boss. It was about eight times you had to hit him in that weakened state. But um, what I figured out is you can do it even quicker is if you activated your time slowdown when he was down and then unload on him. Because you were getting in your normal speed attacks while time is slowed, so you were hitting him for, like, double damage, essentially. Right. Once I figured out that you could chain those together, he was—it was pretty easy.
0: Yeah, that that would make it easy. Yep. I didn't even think about yep. that slowing down time and doing attacks. So see, even then, this game uh, we played differently.
1: Yeah, and then like after you beat him, he's just like, "Remember this, like I will always be there, waiting in the winds for when somebody wants something erased. I will be there to erase it. This isn't the 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 last you've seen of me." And then he disappears. And then it goes into a, a cute little storyboard animation style. Like, this is Color Town now after this. They're all peaceful and in unison. And everything was happy. The end. Roll credits. Like,
0: oh, that's cool. What They left, they totally left it open where they could do a sequel.
1: Yeah, and they better. Because this game was awesome. Again, like, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, this game gets like a 9. Like
0: 9 floaty brushes.
1: Yeah, 9 floaty brushes. I would
0: probably give it like an 8. So, yeah. I don't disagree with it. That it was a very good game. I was, I was thoroughly impressed. And, uh, on that note, let's go ahead and wrap up The Last Tinker, The City of Colors. And, by doing that, we're going to need to wake up our good buddy. So, Steamy! Steamy! What's up, buddy? I know we're bugging you. But, you know, uh, it was that time. We, we need that number. All right. And, it seems... That our number this week will be four ninety nine. Four nine nine. I don't know why I say this week. Well, that's a good yeah, sale. Yeah, four nine nine. So let me reference our list, and four nine nine is going to be Ease Seven. You're looking at me never like you've of never heard yep.
1: Nope. <laughs> this is this is probably going to be ninety nine point nine percent of our list. Is like. Yeah, it is. don't even do know. know. Is this like is this like a JRPG? Yes. Is this a hack and slash? Both,
0: both. Oh. so do you remember me? Okay. Do you remember me telling you like that you really liked? I know you really liked the combat from Hyperdimension Neptunia or uh, the yeah. the You Action Unleashed. Yeah. So Ease is basically that same style of gameplay, but it's a coherent RPG with a good story. I've only played Ease Eight, so I'm stoked to play Ease Seven. Um, each so each Ease game. I do, I, what I do know is that you play as Adol. Um, I think they they used to call him Adol, but they changed that because of uh, yeah. similarities of his name and you know Hitler. So they started calling him Adol, and his his yeah. buddy Doji, and uh, they go on all these different adventures and stuff. Um, the games did not come out in canonical order, if that makes sense. So like Ease Two might actually happen after Ease Five, as far as story. You know what I mean? They kind of like think about how Mechana released their albums and the stories are kind of jumbled up And it but if you put it all together and play them in the right order you could play it but they're considered like separate stories almost like different anime arcs Oh. you know what so i mean a, so
1: kind of like like assassins creed how their game releases like vary by time period
0: like um kind of kind of yeah it's more like okay. more like dragon ball z when it's like the boo saga's over and then the next time you're watching it, it starts up like the Frieza saga or something. You know, you know what I mean? It's like the each that would be weird. E- each game is because I'm I'm currently in a Dragon Ball Z
1: binge over the last like couple of weeks, and I just now hit the start of the Boo saga, which is like the very last. It's like one or two sagas before the finale of Dragon Ball Z as a series, and then it shifts into. GT so you say that it's like boo coming before Frieza that's fucking weird like yeah
0: it's just it's just the way it's broken up you know I mean the, the stories kind of tie in together but they're not necessary to play like basically what I'm getting at is you don't have to play E's 1 through 6 in order to enjoy Ease 7 yeah you know you don't have to play all of the games to enjoy the ones that are coming out it's like you can jump in wherever in the series yeah yeah But it'll be cool, man. So the next time we talk to you, wonderful people, that'll be the game that we're covering, Ease Seven. I might message uh, message James and see how he feels about this, and maybe if he would want to join in with us on it. I don't know if it's quite JRPG up his alley enough, but we shall see.
1: Yeah, it would be if 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 he is down for it. It would be good to get an actual perspective of the game of somebody who is just like all about the jrpgs absolutely and he is
0: my go-to for jrpgs yeah <laughs> so all right to wrap things up you can check us out on social medias facebook.com slash the steam machine podcast or twitter.com slash steam underscore podcast
1: it, it it kills me you make me feel so old when you say dot com I'm just it's just facebook and twitter <laughs> like yeah i don't think anybody uses the browser versions of those anymore it's all just mobile based <laughs> ah,
0: gotta keep it old school somehow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Um. And you can you know find our show wherever you get your podcast set. Or if you don't feel like dealing with all that, you can find us on YouTube. If you just search the Steam Machine Podcast, we will come up, and you can enjoy us there as well. Yeah. And if uh, you don't have anything else, man. No, I'm good. No. Oh, all right. Then he's Ryan. I'm Dalton. And until next time, guys, take it easy.